Swift, and you're listening to Discover Lafayette, a podcast dedicated to the people and rich culture of Lafayette, the gateway to South Louisiana. We taped Discover Lafayette with the support of Raider, a managed IT service provider that offers world-class service, including cybersecurity, communications, and technology support. With Raider, you have just one vendor and one number to call, allowing you to concentrate on what is most important your business. For more information, visit RaiderSolutions.com. It's summertime, and that means baseball. Our guest today is Sandy Chalmers, co-owner of the Acadiana Cane Cutters baseball team. Sandy and her husband, Richard, acquired the franchise from the Texas Collegiate League in September 2010. The Acadiana Cane Cutters are the primary tenant of Faubacher Field, where Lafayette, Broussard, and Youngsville meet. Before the first pitch was thrown, the Chalmers made many capital improvements to the entire facility, including adding over 1,000 stadium seats and nearly 200 premium seating locations, giving Faubacher Field its current 1,400-seat capacity. The Texas Collegiate League is a summer baseball league designed to give the top professional prospects a chance to play in a minor league baseball atmosphere while maintaining their amateur status. College players who aspire to make it to the big leagues can showcase their skills in front of fans and baseball scouts. And I want to say the 2022 season was a historic one for the Acadiana Cane Cutters as they won their first Texas Collegiate League championship. I can't wait to hear um, your whole story, Sandy Chalmers. Thank you for joining us. Well, thank you for having me, Jan. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, I've always admired you. You're a businesswoman. And you also love the community. I just love the story and what you and Richard have done for our community. So why don't you tell me about your background and how all this came about? Okay. Well, background-wise, of course, Richard and I met in college at Texas A&M University. We're Aggies. And, but <laughs> That's Richard a good was, or a bad thing. It's you know? <laughs> a, yeah, it's good or bad depending on how you look at it. But um, Richard was from Lafayette. Richard was born and raised here. And so we moved back here shortly after we graduated, and I worked for an international CPA firm, and Richard started, went into business with his dad. And um, long story short, I was in banking for a number of years, mm-hmm. and then we had twins, and when, when the kids were little, we would go on baseball vacations. So um, we, we took them to New York to go see— the Yankees before we before they tore down the stadium. Richard really wanted him to get to mm-hmm. see that stadium. And we went to see the Los Angeles Dodgers and mm-hmm. the Chicago Cubs and on a number of different vacations. Exciting. And I would always try to make sure if we were in Chicago, well, we'd go to the museums too or something else fun. We were in New York. We did Broadway show. Mm-hmm. saw The Lion King, actually. But um, Richard's always just been a really big sports fan, and baseball was kind of our family game. So he wanted to have a team and got the idea. We're not really in a market where a minor league team is going to be successful. There's not anybody to play. Transportation is an issue. But then we found out about the Summer Collegiate League. Mm -hmm. And so we decided to purchase the franchise and put a team together, which we did in 2010. And then 2011 was our first season. I want to know, like, 
I want to picture you and Richard at the, you know, the dining table <laughs> talking <laughs> about this. Baseball, I, I'm sure it's a tough sport as far as you've got to keep the fans out there and all. And I had done a podcast before, Sandy, with a fellow that wrote about the old days and how the really good thing about baseball and sports like this, you know, minors and, and below that, is that the fans really get to know the players. I mean, it's really more of a community sport than when you're just watching the major leagues. You oh, know, absolutely. It's just real people can go to these games and all. But this must have been a really big decision. I, I mean, to, to redo Faubacher Field and to yeah. recruit players and all, That this was a huge it was a Endeavor. really big decision, and um, I don't know that it, you know, I don't know that it turned out the way we thought it would. But it has, uh, it's been very good, and mm-hmm. and Richard loves it, and and I love it too, and. Um, I mean, just the investment in Faubacher Field, though. I'm thinking, was that part of the whole? Did you have to tell the Texas Collegiate team, you know, we're going to have this type of facility? Yes, there are minimum requirements if mm-hmm. you want to participate in the Texas Collegiate League. And um, so it, it was very fortunate for us that Faubacher Field was available. Mm-hmm. And um, we've had a great partnership with the city. Um, and that's the city, of, that. Lafayette. The city of Lafayette. Yeah. yeah, the city of Lafayette. After we did this, at some point, the city annexed the property. Initially, mm-hmm. it was in the parish, but um, it's been annexed into yeah. the property. And so we have LUS Fiber out there, which is great. Mm-hmm. They're a great partner. And um, so the initially, uh, Lonnie Landry w- was our coach. Lonnie is the uh, head coach at Ascension, where my okay. kids went to school. Okay. And he was our head coach for a number of years, and he did the recruiting. And then he retired and mm-hmm. from being our coach, and um, it's still a great supporter. And uh, Richard took over the recruiting of players. Okay. And so he manages that. And, and the way that really happens is through his relationship with college coaches. So college baseball coaches move around a lot. So mm-hmm. if a, one year one of the college coaches we knew went to Notre Dame, um, and we got three Notre Dame players that year. So you recruit nationally. Yes. Yes. But most of our players come from closer rather than further. Right. But we do get some from far. Sometimes we'll get some that are from this area and play away. Mm-hmm. But um, really, sometimes we get them from—we've had kids from California, New Mexico, Arizona, Missouri, and beyond. Have they been to Louisiana before, most of them? Some of them not. Uh-huh. It's a culture shock, I'm One sure. One of them learned— to drink sweet tea here, and then decided it was his favorite drink ever. <laughs> it is pretty good. And we would take them. We would go to Randall's a lot, and yeah. we would take them and feed them fried alligator and and boiled oh. crawfish, and tell them they could write home and tell mom about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's a it's a cultural thing for them. Oh. Yes. Explain the logistics, and I guess the the business end of it. Um, the players are amateur. The players, yes. So they all have to be on a college roster, and they had to be on a college roster the spring prior to the summer that they're playing with us. Okay. And they have to have a year of remaining eligibility. Okay. So if they're a senior and they've used up all their eligibility in the spring, they can't come play. Okay. Um, some of them, especially with COVID, some of them had a lot of eligibility. But um, and, and typically, you don't. The goal is not to have a returning dynasty and have all your team, all your players come back with your mm-hmm. team. That's just not how it works. We'll have some returning players, and we're glad to get the ones that we get. But sometimes the situation just changes. So we'll have mm-hmm. we have a thirty man roster, and that may include 
40 to 50 kids as some come and go. During the summer? During the summer. And you don't—they're it, f- flexible. They can well, do that. They, what happens is, if especially—so in our 30-man roster, there's about 15 pitchers because we're playing generally six nights a week. I see. And so you can't pitch these kids too many innings mm-hmm. playing that many times. So you have to have lots of pitching, lots of depth in pitching. And so sometimes their college coaches will say, well, he can only pitch this many innings or he can throw this many pitches or you know, he can come for the first half mm-hmm. or he can come for the second half. And so that's part of what Richard's team management mm-hmm. structure is. So when they move here, you, you take them on, I know— um, you're looking for host families where they can stay. Yes. Do they, do they get a living allowance? Like, talk about the, you know, the reality of, let's say, recruiting a kid from Texas and he's going to come here for the summer. So the short answer is no, they don't get a living allowance. Um, this is—the kids that are playing in this league want to make it to the show. Mm-hmm. They want to make it to, to Major League Baseball. And so this is how they showcase their skills using wooden bats, which they do not they use in the pros and they do not use in college. And it's a bit of a different game. So if they're if college players are serious about baseball, they're gonna play summer ball somewhere. I see. So the Cape Cod League is the best known league, and it is actually subsidized by my, by Major League Baseball. But there are a lot of other leagues, and the kids are gonna go somewhere to mm-hmm. play generally. So some of the leagues, we're in one of the upper-tier leagues. M- many of the leagues are pay-to-play leagues, not unlike travel ball for younger kids. And so those kids actually have to pay to play in that league. The Texas Collegiate League is not a pay-to-play league. They just get to come play. Mm-hmm. We put them up with host families, and we feed them after every home game. We have to feed both teams after every home game. Mm-hmm. So we try to partner with some restaurants. We have some very kind souls that will come and cook for 80 people. Oh, my gosh. Um, because I have hungry interns, too, sometimes. Mm-hmm. But we have very kind souls that will come and, and cook for them because we have to feed them. And I will say that the other teams in the league say that by far, Acadiana oh. is the best place to come and eat. You know that. Yeah. And when, when our boys go there, they have to feed them after the games. Mm-hmm. So there's some— they're still going to have some expenses that they're going to have to pay, but they would be doing that wherever right, they were. Right, it's worth it. Right. Yeah. They get a free place to stay, uh-huh. and they get fed after every game. And um, How does that name, image, likeness, you know, the new—I um, guess that doesn't apply to you because you're not a university, but you know how some of the kids probably can make money during their college, that you know, yes. the semesters while they're in school. Does that I will say that it hasn't applied to us at this point. Mm-hmm. It seems complicated. I know you probably don't want it to. I yeah, just want to yeah. keep it simple. It would be very complicated. Yeah. 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 So I mentioned the host families. Talk about that. So local people take in. So local people the young take man. in these players. And um, I, we have a wide variety of, of types of host families. So um, typically I take a bunch at my house, maybe four. Um, I try not to have too many, but but I also try to have empty beds because sometimes when we're switching out players, they might hit us on the road and come in at 4 o'clock in the morning, and my house is the only one that a stranger can show up at 4 o'clock in the morning and really and be welcomed. Um, But sometimes it's people with young kids. Sometimes it's people with young kids that play baseball. We have a new family who he played college baseball. He has a bunch of little kids, and he played college baseball and stayed 
with somebody as a host family, and he was ready to pay it forward. Uh-huh. I have some people are empty nesters, and they yeah. just have extra rooms in their house, and they like to do it. Um, I have one other lady who uh, is a mother of four, mm-hmm. and she takes three players for me every year. They, they cut the grass and everything. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think they cut the grass. <laughs> I don't think they cut the grass, but she takes three for me, and she's also my team photographer. Oh, and how nice. She's all in. It, yeah. That's Ann Tollison. She's all in, and she's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, but um, most people just take one. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people will take two. Yeah. And— what we're looking for, you know, they're not underfoot all the time. People tend to think, oh, I don't want somebody here all the time. Well, if we have a home game that night, they're going to have to be at the park by 3 or 4 o'clock, mm-hmm. and then they're going to be there till 1030 or so, right. and we're going to feed them dinner. And then if they're on the road, they sleep out. Mm-hmm. If we play—so there's a team in Baton Rouge, and when we play them, we don't sleep over there, and when they come here, they don't sleep over here. But mm-hmm. when we go to Victoria or to the Brazos Valley Bombers, which is the College Bryan Station area— or the Seguin area, which is near San Antonio, our guys sleep out. So they're gone a lot, mm-hmm. too. And then right. they they work out while they're here. And um, so they're around some, but they're not underfoot all the mm-hmm. time. Mostly you just kind of have to feed them lunch. Yeah. And so as our thank you to host families, we give them ticket vouchers. So we'll give them like 50 ticket vouchers for each player that they take, and they can use those however they want if they want to come. To every game, they can come. We'll have 24 home games. They can, you know, Mm -hmm. a couple can come to every home game. But if they would rather bring 12 of their friends from the neighborhood, they can do that as well. Yeah. So um, we try to give a maximum flexibility on that. And the boys love when their host families come to watch them. Yeah. But it's not a requirement. And some come and some don't. Uh It just seems like an exciting thing to kind of take on something bigger than yourself, you know, helping these young people have a chance at the big leagues. Yeah. Yeah. So um, talk about the— the travel, like where, where you play, and I know you've got a—you're opening up. I mean, we're doing this, what, on May 24th, but you're starting out Tuesday, May 30th in Baton Rouge. And Tuesday, May 30th. We're in yeah. Baton Rouge at the Baton Rouge Rougarou. I love that name. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it, we're And we're glad to have them here. Some of their fans come here. Uh, some of our fans go there. And often, that's a good night for us to go to an away game. We mm-hmm. actually get to go and watch the game instead of working all and the enjoy. whole game. enjoy, yeah. Right. <laughs> actually watch the— Field of play. Yeah. And then June uh, 1st, you're kicking off here against the Victoria Generals. So that's big. June 1st. And, you know, the Victoria Generals is who we beat in the championship last year. Oh, gosh. And, you know, we know all the management. We, we have fierce competition on the field, but we know all the management and the ownership of the teams. And we really have a good relationship with the owners and managers of uh, of the Victoria Generals. And I have to say, they were so very gracious when we won last year. <laughs> they had a they made a big fuss over us, and it was very nice. So after 12 years, that was your first That was our first championship, yes. And we, we, we've been in the hunt almost every year and, and in the championship game for a number of years. But this time it was, it was really great to win it. Was it emotional? It was. It's very emotional. <laughs> I'm looking at Sandy's face. I wish y'all could see us. I mean, that's love. That's yeah, love of your team. It was very exciting. And, and Richard was just so very pleased. Mm-hmm. And the coach yeah. Everybody, the boys. It was so exciting. And that seems amazing because, you, like you said, you're not getting the same group of guys every year. Right. So every year you're kind of starting off, right. you know, not knowing right. how the season's going to yeah. go. We yeah. we will have some returning players, and we'll have returning players this year. But um, but for the most part, you know, mm-hmm. but, but they travel together, and so they bond. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
the way it works is that we have to put up their players when they come to town and they have to put us up when they go there because that way we can cut the best deal we can with local hotels. And so we have three local hotels that we're working with this year. Mm-hmm. I know you have a lot of sponsors. Is that part of how you cover your expenses? Yes, absolutely. You that, couldn't do this, just you and Richard, I'm sure. Oh, absolutely uh, not. Yeah. Uh, it's This is a very expensive deal. And um, what we try to do, we, when you mentioned in the minor league environment earlier, we're, we try to set up as a minor league environment so that there's a lot going on. If you've been mm-hmm. to many minor league games, it's not just baseball. The baseball is very high quality. Um, it's very high level of baseball. But for the kids, Our Lady of Lourdes has sponsored the, the kids zone. And we have four different fun jumps in there or, or inflatables. One of them is one where they can swing the bat at the little ball that's sitting on the airstream. Mm-hmm. And one is a water slide that we sometimes turn the water on, but not all the time because we don't want it to be a mud hole. And they don't, they don't always want the water on, the kids. Um, but um, so we have that going on for the kids. And then there's always music and sound effects and mm-hmm. something special, something extra going on. Mm-hmm. And then we have these on-field games between innings. And so, for example, one time we had, we had these little guitars that you blow up. And, and so we'd have three kids and a cane cutter, and they're all doing air guitar mm-hmm. while we're playing music, and they're all doing a competition for air guitar. And one, I guess it was about two years ago, where I was watching the cane cutter, and, all the, and I happened to be filming it. And that cane cutter just all of a sudden cut a back clip, just <sighs> did a standing back clip right there. It was just Strong, amazing. yeah. And um, but wow. you know, there's all this fun stuff. We we'll do water guns or water balloons, or uh-huh. we'll do you know just little bitty competitions in between innings, mm-hmm. and engage with kids and adults. Sometimes that sometimes we get the adults down there for a dizzy bat race or some other kind of fun thing to do. Mm-hmm. But there's so there's a lot of entertainment going on. If even if you're not a big baseball fan, mm-hmm. it's still a fun place to go. Right? Did they have to follow the rules? Are y'all following what the major leagues do about the timing or not at this level? You know how they've yeah yeah quicken the pace um, of the game. We are moving in that direction. I will say that um, we're going to be kind of unofficially Mm -hmm. running the clock this year, and and it may even be officially that the league is talking about that. But Mm -hmm. we definitely want to—the kids are used to it because it went on this baseball season in college, and so they're used to it. So we're going to kind of keep the games moving. That's the plan. What kind of team do you have besides your coach? I mean, this takes a lot of coordination. So uh, Darian Dukes is our head coach, and he has lots of years of baseball coaching experience and is uh, from North Louisiana. Um, Randy Hux is one of our assistant coaches, and um, Coach Craighead is going to be a new uh, assistant coach for us. And then we have a sales manager who is repeating this year. He he was with us last year, so Richard Nunnally is his name. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've heard of him. And then Ty Toops is our new operations manager. And then we have a slew of interns. Mm-hmm. All They're great, and they come in and help us with um, all that needs to be done. All these logistics you're talking right. about, huh? And Richard and I work at it pretty hard, and I have um, other people that help as yeah. well. Sounds like a lot of spreadsheets, keeping everything together. <laughs> it's a lot of <laughs> <Or> software. <laughs> That's it. I know. Well, tell me about some of your favorite memories. We were talking— you know, before we started the official taping, but a lot of fun things happen out there. A lot of fun things happen. So I'll tell you, every year we partner with um, Service Chevrolet, and we bring out Lafayette Little League Challenger team, which I don't know if you're familiar with that, but that's 
uh, some disabled kids, and some of them are kind of old kids, and they come out, and bef- before one of our games, we'll play a scrimmage. Mm-hmm. I have air quotes going, scrimmage with them. And what the scrimmage entails is that they come out and bat, and the cane cutters are in the field, and the cane cutters are high five, and when they're running by, it's so special. I'm it not. is just absolutely so special, and those mm-hmm. kids love it. And somehow they beat us every year. The challengers win. They do. The 30 cane cutters in the field can't seem to beat those challengers. Mm-hmm. But it's—they love it. My kids love it. Our, mm-hmm. our players love it. It's just a yeah. really special night. Yeah. And then um, that's one of my favorites. And then—and we have that one. Actually, we're having that one this year. That one's going to be July 12th. That's on a Wednesday. And then, of course, I always love Bark in the Park um, or Dog Days of Summer whatever the flavor is, and we uh, we let people bring their dogs to the park oh. on that game. And so, you know, clearly we want people to bring sociable dogs to the park. How does that go? Yeah. It goes—it's it, fine. People—I think people know if the, how their dogs are going to yeah, socialize in a crowd. I couldn't bring Katie, but that sounds like so much fun. The kids love it, too. Huh? It's fun. And we—so the on-field games, then, are, are focused on the dogs. So at some point, we will probably—if we have enough— like at least three, we'll probably have a weenie dog race. Uh-huh. You, and I, I wanted you to talk about that. Yeah. <laughs> so one time, one time it was really fun. I don't think he'll mind. Dr. Tracy Richardson brought his little dachshund, and that little weenie dog ran and then ran right by him and ran all around the field, and everybody would try to stop and pick it up, and <laughs> she would just squirt away and just squirt away. And and finally, finally, this it just was the funniest thing ever, and— People would, like, she'd run up to them, and they wouldn't reach down to get her. And the minute they'd reach down, she'd squirt away. Mm-hmm. And so uh, that was hysterical. But but we're going to hopefully have a Winnie Dog race this year. Good. And then yeah. sometimes we'll play, like, a version of musical chairs where we have hula hoops on the ground, and your dog has to sit in the hula hoop, and then the hula hoops start disappearing. And, you know, just fun little <laughs> things like that. It's so family-friendly. It's very family-friendly. Yeah. And then, um, so— that is actually going to be um, Sunday, June 11th. Coming up. Coming up, yeah. And then um, June 7th is Rage and Cajun Night. And so that's going to be something special. And people can follow us on Facebook and look at— Yeah, um, you've got a good page. We, we promote our themes. It's mm-hmm. Acadiana Kane Cutters Baseball on Facebook. And mm-hmm. we, we say what the theme is going to be and what the special deals are going to be. But— um, how, how much is it for a family to town? Like, how, what's the charge for getting in? So, um, tickets in the chairbacks are the most expensive tickets, and those are $14. But the grandstand tickets are $10 for adults and $5 for kids. And the general admission and, and other seating are $8 for adults mm-hmm. and $5 for kids. And then we also have, we have, this year we have a new thing, our family five-pack. And so you can get, for a family of four or five pack, you can get five games with two adults and two children for 99 bucks. Oh, wow. And if you happen to have a lot of children in your family and you have a family of six, then you get five games with two adults and four children, and that's 132 bucks. Well, it sounds like a bargain. It's Gosh. a bargain. Yeah. It's a bargain. We, wanted, we want for people to be able to come out mm-hmm. and have a good time and afford it. And then the kids go and pay a dollar and— you know, sign the waiver and go play on the uh, on the fun jumps. Right. 
And you have food and drinks out there, like cold drinks and things people can we buy. We do. We we so we have really good ballpark food because we have a bear specialty burgers. Oh. And Yum. so it's not just your typical icky burger. Uh-huh. It, they're delicious. <laughs> and then, we, of course, we also have hot dogs and chicken tenders and stuff like that, Coke products. We do have the coldest beer in town. Oh, you have beer? Okay. We do. And we have frozen margaritas. Ah. So that's probably a draw, huh? That's definitely a draw. And yeah. so on Tuesdays and Thursday nights, draft beer is two for one. And on Raging Cajun Night, mm-hmm. because even though it's Wednesday. Right. <laughs> just because. How have y'all evolved? I mean, I'm thinking you didn't just get to this. Like the first year when you started in 2011, what did it look like? You know, that oh, first gosh. season. I'm not even sure I remember. It was uh, a blur. There was just, it's a blur. There was, it was, it was like drinking from a fire hose because mm-hmm. there was just so much to do. And there's some, we use a lot of technology and with um, we score with Point Streak, which is an online system. We sell tickets with this online ticketing system that's kind of like a baby ticket master. And the internet has to be working. And you know, on opening night, the first day, I remember the internet didn't want to work right. And <laughs> of course, it was just crazy. But um, people found out quickly though about the team. They get the crowds out, or did that take time too? To build? that's taken time, and mm-hmm. it it still surprises me sometimes that people don't aren't really familiar with the cane cutters. And um, I feel like we market all the time, but there's just there's a lot to do in Lafayette. But in the summer, in the evenings, not so much. And I, I will tell you this: many times people will come out, and and a lot of times we'll get organizations to come out, and so that will bring people out for their first time. And I've had a number of people come up to me and say, "I'm really surprised at just how pleasant it is out here. I thought it was going to be killer hot, and mm-hmm. it's not." Mm-hmm. And if I see somebody wearing a jacket in the stands, which I see from time to time, I take their picture and post it on Facebook. <laughs> Just look how, to look how comfortable this is in the summertime. <laughs> look, huh? they're wearing jackets. Jackets. Yeah. Right. Well, what's what's on the horizon this year? I know you're defending your championship, so this must be a really big year. We're defending you. our championship, and we um, we always have a like military appreciation night. And, and for us to have these nights, we have to get companies that want to get on board mm-hmm. with us or organizations that want to get on board with us. So for Military Appreciation Night, the last three years, Friends of Don Landry, our district attorney, have sponsored that night. And when they sponsor, what that means is that we can have— we can allow current and military veterans and their families, to, their immediate families, to come for free. That's wonderful. And yeah. then we try to make it very special. We'll have mm-hmm. a color guard. We'll have military music. Toby Keith will be singing about um, the USA mm-hmm. and that sort of thing. Lee Greenwood will definitely uh, be singing. Mm-hmm. And um, just uh, we try to make it very special for the military people. Mm-hmm. And Don Landry has been great at, at yeah. hosting that for us. And so that will be Friday, June 16th. Um, And we'll be trying to make sure people know about that. And um, we have a bunch of other theme nights in the works. Sometimes we just have theme nights that are um, fun, like 80s night. And you can dress up in the 80s if you want to. And we'll play 80s music. And we'll have little 80s themed stuff going on. Or we've done Pirates and Princesses where the fans will come dressed up as pirates or princesses or one of the other different things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and this year, for the first time, we're ha- we're partnering with um, Goya Foods, and they are sponsoring a food drive night for us. Okay. And so what we're doing there is we're going to let people get in, and I, there'll be more details on Facebook, but 
three, if you bring three canned goods, then you don't have to pay for a ticket. Wow. And because Goya sponsored it, and we're going to give all that food to Second Harvest, Uh which is partnering with Second Harvest. Yeah. So um, that's going to be an exciting thing. And we we do different things like that. We also work with some organizations if they want to do fundraisers. We'll let them sell tickets, and we can either let them just take the tickets and sell them or or sell them online. We have the ability to create a little splash page, and mm-hmm. then we'll give them a percentage of the proceeds of the tickets they sell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember my church, Asbury, United Methodist. It was several years back. Right. The youth group did, right. know, did a lot one night. Yeah, I we think we had a, a faith and family night, and they mm-hmm. were involved with it. It was really then, nice. Yeah. And yeah. so— um, yeah. Yeah, but we can—I mean, we can work with people, and and those don't necessarily have to be related to a themed night. Mm -hmm. If they want to just do a fundraiser, if some some dance studio or somebody wants to do a fundraiser, Mm -hmm. they can. You still looking for sponsors, or you have that pretty much I am still looking for sponsors, (laughs) absolutely. Uh In fact, um, and we'll have a a first responder night where we'll have a sponsor for that, and they will— then we'll get to let first responders and their families come mm-hmm. for free. When is that one? Do you know offhand, or is that? Remember when we were walking in, and I yeah. said, "Can I call you back in an hour?" Yeah, that was to <laughs> that decide was what the date oh, was. Okay, <laughs> yeah, that was Richard Dunnelly. Okay, yeah, yeah. Well, what? Um, I guess overall, I want to have you express, you know, the real reason you're doing this. Like, I know that you love baseball, and this was something, but this goes deeper. Than, yeah, this than is that much love deeper. Of baseball. It's, we're trying to be part of the fabric of the community and have a place for families to go mm-hmm. where they can have fun in a safe and fun environment and affordable family fun and an entertaining mm-hmm. place to be. And then in addition to that, for, for Richard, a lot of it is about player development and helping these kids. We've I could tell you a couple of stories where somebody, and I won't name their names, but somebody was about to get cut from the LSU team. And this was many years ago. And he came here and he played. And after that season, he was drafted by the Astros. Oh, my gosh. And so— What? By the Astros organization. I mean, yeah. So, and I think sometimes we may have helped kids work through some issues and just all the Mm at-bats when—so we have 15 people to play— the other positions all but pitcher. So they get a lot of playing time. They get a lot of Mm at-bats. It can really help their game. And then in addition to that, we have all of our interns who come, and these are people that want to work in sports and have a career in sports. Mm -hmm. Or maybe they do and maybe they don't. Maybe they want to work in mass communications, and they just want to get some good experience doing it. And so, I mean, we have a lot of interns who have come a long way and— um, I have one that one of my interns that interned with me for several years is the director of baseball operations at UNO, Megan Steinmetz. That's unbelievable. Hello, Megan. Yeah. yeah. And I have another one who's the director of baseball operations at the University of South Carolina. And then some that are working with professional teams. And then some of them just take the skills that they learned. And mm-hmm. one of them was did a bunch of graphic design for us. And he went to work for a commercial real estate firm after he showed them our his portfolio for all the flyers he did for us. Mm-hmm. So they're learning skills that can be translated into other yeah. industries. Well, you're changing lives in our community and also in your profession. It's just beautiful. I wanted you to get that in because you weren't saying it, and I thought there's really so much more to this. Well, just that's the thing, the and it's so much more than baseball. And it was really, really fun to win, but we've had mm-hmm. 11 other years that were fun too, mm-hmm. and we didn't win. 
it was funner to win. Yeah, <laughs> always more, better to win. Huh? to win. But um, but we've had a lot of good years and a lot of good things. And and I tell people, you know, for someone my age, which I won't say how old I am, but for someone my age, I have more young friends than anybody else I know mm-hmm. because I work more closely with the interns. Richard works more closely with the players. Mm-hmm. I work real closely with the players that live at my house. And um, and it's just I think it keeps us young that we're yeah. always running right. around with all these kids. Right. Well, I want people to check out your Facebook page, and also the website is just canecuttersbaseball.com, so they can go there and look at the schedule, see some of the things you're talking about. And we are here in the studio with Jason Sikora, who I know has performed at a couple of games, and you always have questions. I know you've been listening and writing notes. Yeah, I have all sorts of notes. Well, well Sandy, it's good to see you again. Good to see we, yeah, you we, again. We actually met at the end of 2021. Um, it was a Raider corporate event there, and uh, they asked me to play the national. Actually, they asked somebody else to sing first, and that person said no. So then they came to me <laughs> and said, "Can you go play guitar, national anthem?" I said, "Of course I can." And um, and then I, I came back for a second game as well. Yes. Um, it, and so one thing I noticed is not just a family friendly event, but we had like date nights there for like some of the employees brought their dates and didn't even participate in the Raider stuff. They just went and enjoyed the game. So. If you're looking for something to do on a Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, first, second, third date, whatever, the baseball game is great. Mm-hmm. Good food. It's not very expensive. Seating is comfortable. It's at night. And like you said, it was never too warm. I, I was thoroughly comfortable. A um, couple questions. I, I guess going back to the corporate outing, that was really cool for us. How do, if a company wants to rent the deck, how, how do they go about doing that? Who do they get a hold of and what, what does that entail? So they call Richard Nunnally and they can call um, his direct line and we we can custom make a package. So typically oh, okay. if we if we are having a company on the right field deck, which they can have their own employees, they can, it can be customer appreciation um, or any of those things, as you said, um, we can put together a food package that typically, unless you object, will include some adult beverages as well, food, soft drinks, that sort of thing, and the ticket, and it's all in, in one price. Gotcha. And so if people want to call Richard Nunnally about that, his number is 337-295-5677. So 295-5677, Richard Nunnally. Excellent. That sounds like fun, too. Yeah. It's really it, something it, different. It was. Yeah. Well, we got a little rain, um, but that was fine because that was just more time to hang out. So it, 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 was, it actually worked mm-hmm. out great. There you go. And the people, I, I've never had anybody come and be on the right field deck and, and say, oh, that was terrible. I wish I wouldn't mm-hmm. have come. I mean, they all said, this was awesome. And yeah. we have some that will come back every year and, and some that will come every few years. Yeah. But um, people that come tend to like it. Mm-hmm. It, it was a lot of fun, especially if you're in a corporate environment, kind of like we are here, and it's not crawfish season anymore. You're kind of over the festivals. It's too hot out. You still want to do something as a company. It was, it right. was perfect. Great. Yeah, I'm glad was, y'all enjoyed it. it was, we loved having y'all. Yeah, it was fun. Um, so if people want to get involved in other ways, whether it's hosting a play or, or maybe uh, doing a sponsorship, uh, is, is there a pretty easy path for that? Is it on the website? or Yes, it's okay. on the website. So if they go on the website, and there's um, it, the website is canecuttersbaseball.com. Okay. canecuttersbaseball.com. And there's a host family button on the homepage. And you can kind of read about what's involved. There's a couple of testimonials out there. And there's an application. Oh, okay. And so you can fill out the application. And 
um, and hit submit, and we will get that. And we are still looking for host families. Okay. Um, so that would be great if somebody is thinking, I always wanted to have a college baseball player live with me yeah. part-time this summer. Mm-hmm. This would be a great summer to reach out, and we would love to have you. Oh, perfect. So, yeah, you empty nesters out there. I know. Empty nesters. <laughs> or or pe- people or, yeah. with little kids that love baseballs. So yeah. one of my neighbors, and I won't name my neighbor, but he's a doctor, <laughs> and he has a bunch of little kids. And they took a player one year, and their littlest kid at the end of the summer— I mean, I was very careful because I knew they had a bunch of kids. I gave them somebody they knew would be good with kids. And at the end of the summer, the kid asked his dad, Dad, can we keep him? Oh, <laughs> oh that's fantastic. What a life memory, though. You know that the children that will was, always remember that. So. That was great. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's amazing. Um, back during COVID, were you guys doing live streams? Yes. Was, and you, but you don't do that anymore? We actually, so if people want to watch our games online, mm-hmm. we we now have a, a pay-per-view solution that we have. It's oh, okay. TCL TV. And you can get there. The easiest way to find that is to go to my website, GameCuttersBaseball.com, and click Watch Live. Okay. And then you can, for $149, you can buy a, a subscription that will let you see every game in the league. Oh, wow. All so not just yours, all. but all of them. Not just mine, but all the games in the league. And if you just wanted to go watch one game, it's like nine ninety nine to watch one oh, okay. game. So, um, and and we have, everybody has a commentator. Okay, um, that, that makes sense. Doing the commentary. So it's not just a, 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 it's not, yeah, just a, not a just, camera and nothing else. You actually right. have somebody talking. Right, yeah. Yeah, there's somebody doing, what, doing the commentary. What happened in 2020? Like, how did that season... So 2020 was very tricky. Mm -hmm. And what ended up happening, Major League Baseball didn't play and Minor League Baseball didn't play. And we were talking about it. And we ultimately were able to get half a season in. But what was really interesting is that several teams in the Texas League, like not the Texas Collegiate League, but the Texas Mm -hmm. Minor League Mm -hmm. group came to us and said, we would like to play in your league. Because we have oh, everything wow. we need to play in a summer mm-hmm. league except a league to play in and players. And so they joined our league. So we had like 10 teams in the league that year. Wow. That was competitive, huh? Yeah. And and um, they were playing in much nicer stadiums than we were. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, And then um, and we had a North Division and a South Division that year because they were so widely spread. Mm-hmm. But um, that's probably good for everybody, though. Yeah, it you know, it was great. Raise it up. Like that was great. Yeah. So how many how many teams are in the collegiate league? So there are five right now. Okay. So if somebody wants to get involved, it's not too much to, to bite off. It's pretty easy to fo- if you just wanted to follow the whole league and watch how they're doing. And oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's definitely. That's a- and um and so we do our scoring on pointstreak.com. Okay. And um so that's like live online scoring and sometimes. If we're somewhere, and uh, if Richard and I are somewhere, and he can't be having the game streaming in front of him, he'll watch it on Point Street because you can see little dots oh, okay. moving around on the oh, wow. on the grid. Kind like of real thing. time. That's crazy. Yeah, um, f- based on what the score is indicating. That's a fanatic. Huh? 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Well, thank you for, for coming by today. It was yeah. good to see you again. Well, thank you all and, so uh, much for having me. And yeah, I, and I'll, I'll see really, you this summer, definitely. I love going out there and watching well, the game. Absolutely. And and again, if I can just say one more time, sure. the home opener is June 1st. Mm-hmm. Children 12 and under will get in free. We're having a pregame party. So there's the DJ. There will be jambalaya until it runs out. Uh, the lineup ladies are coming out. Oh, it's going to be it's going to be big. It's going to be very festive mm-hmm. and fun. And also because it's Thursday, draft beer will be two for one. And so it's fun for the kids and fun for mom yeah. and dad. And uh, and the fun jumps will be up and live. And we hope to get a great crowd out there. And that is brought to us by Linear Controls. Very generous. Very yes. Generous. Yeah. Yes. Sandy Chalmers, um, Acadiana King Cutters baseball team. Thank you for being here today, but also for your service, for giving our community this wonderful option. It's, well, it's thank beautiful. you so much. Thanks for having me. And, yeah. and um, we really appreciate the support of the community. And and we hope to grow our our fan base and everybody comes out and sees just how much fun they're missing. Right. right. It's serious baseball and serious fun. <laughs> Sounds like a plan. I want to thank you for being here. I also want to thank our listeners for your loyal support. If you haven't subscribed yet, please consider subscribing to Discover Lafayette wherever you get your podcast. You can also go to discoverlafayette.net and listen to Sandy's interview along with 300-something others, Sandy. I've done this now for six years, and we've got a great treasure trove of, of community leaders such as you. I want to thank you all for listening. On behalf of Discover Lafayette, this is Jan Swift. Thank you.